How we doing? I am your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. Welcome to Station B.O.B. And let me tell you a little about thee. I am a kid from a Harlem hood who turned out good. I got educated like I should. Now I know how to help you grow to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. With that said, I am here to provide you with some clarity associated with the perplexity of the challenges in your life, love, and work. So, without further ado, let's get down on it. Enjoy the show. Ah, yes. How we doing? Welcome once again, my friend, to Station B.O.B., where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. And, of course, I am your host, Dr. Rob. What's going on? And I guess you can tell from my excitement and enthusiasm I have another great topic to discuss with you today. Boy, I I want you to tell a friend, tell a foe, heck, tell everybody you know to tune in to this podcast today. You either going to love me or hate me after this discussion. Well, I say that jokingly because I'm looking for love and I hope that you're looking for love from me because I'm trying to give the love to you. Just want to ask you on this topic, you may have to keep an open mind. Just come with me on just a a, a conversational journey to talk about different topics in life. And the topic today is there are no absolute truths. Yeah, I said it. There are no absolute truths. Now, what do I mean by that? To be honest with you, I am not even sure. I just heard one or two of my professors say this, make that statement during a lecture that I was a part of. And so before I take a deep dive into this topic, you know, as you, I just want to make you aware, if you don't already know, that I'm a a candidate for a Ph.D. And the the education is of of a higher learning in that the subjects taught and discussed are way beyond the realm of what I studied in college and graduate school. As a as a as a PhD candidate, you you can find yourself in discussions with some of the professors that extend beyond the surface and extend way out into the stratosphere. And what do I mean by that? I mean that as a PhD candidate, everything we discuss is based on research, which is supported by evidence. The, you know, uh, better known as evidence-based research, which is done by doctors of philosophy, social scientists, 
theorists. This means that the answers to many of the topics and subjects and the theories we discuss have been proven by scientific research. At the university I attend, I have done research myself and, and came across textbooks that date back as far as the 1300s. And yes, I was blown away by this, that I attend a university that has, you know, a library with such depth that, that, that the, you, you can go as far back as the 1300s. That's over a thousand years ago. Can you imagine that? And so when a professor or two says there are no absolute truths, you know, about this life we live, who am I to argue with that? But also, it is something that would make anybody say, what are you talking about? There are no absolute truths about what type of subjects are you relating that to? That there are no absolute truths about anything we, we, we think we know, we believe, or have been taught about in this life we live. Things like God and death and heaven, and so on. Now, I might add, neither of these professors stated that outright, you know, about whether or not this is about God, death, and heaven when they say there are no absolute truths. But one would have to imagine that such a deep, deep statement has to pertain to deep topics, like the subject of God and death and heaven and Base and so on and so forth. And with that said, um, I just want to, you know, say that when I hear something like that, it, it sets my interest, my curiosity on fire, you know, because I'm like, whoa, whoa, yo, that is ocean deep. And so I decided to take a stab at this topic or statement and, and discuss it on this podcast. If for nothing else, just for informational purposes, because I am certainly not an expert on absolute truths, but I would like to discuss with you some things that may be called into question about the life we live as to whether or not these things can have any validity or absolute truth to them. Now, some of the things I discuss here may have validity to you and may be because we have been taught to believe in these topics since the time we could speak the language that is spoken in our respective families and cultures and homes. And so it's hard to undo, you know, those teachings for sure. But in this discussion, that is not what I am trying to do. What I'm asking you to do is just just allow yourself to to come with me down this road to to listen to what I'm saying, to think about it, not not to convert you, to persuade you, to believe, but just to say, whoa, you know, what what about that? What about that? So it's also important to know, you know, that all things we learn, you know, can be open for discussion as to its validity or absolute truth because, you know, 
Just because information and customs or traditions, you know, have been passed on to us for generations in our families does not mean that what those things are true or that they are right. It only means that is what we were taught and because it was taught to us by those we respect, love, and trust. You know, it, it does not mean necessarily that those things are right or or absolutely true for that matter. And I say that with all due respect to you, your family, your loved ones, and all, you know, your family members and your family history. I say this to you because there is some truth to the fact that everything we learn and have been taught to us by families, our families, based on our customs, culture, and uh, just our, you know, lack of education, our traditions, may not necessarily be true. And this is not personal. So let's stay objective and keep it 100 All right, with that said, let's see if we can have some, as I said, informational fun with this topic, if nothing else. Because, you know, during this discussion, I will call into question some very sensitive topics regarding the idea of absolute truth. And you should know. Although I believe there may be some truth to the notion that there are no absolute truths, I'm going to keep this discussion, you know, to a limited number of sensitive topics so this podcast can end today because such a uh, a vast topic, no absolute truths, we could probably talk about this forever. Therefore, Just for the record, I'm going to touch on what I consider, maybe only because I'm talking to you about it, that these may be sensitive topics that that most of us believe in. And I want to test the water as to whether or not there is some absolute truth to these subjects. And my hope is that you can listen to this with me with an open mind and do not I repeat, and do not take it personal. This is not directed at you, your religion, or any disrespect to anything about you or your family. Please keep that in mind so we can so we can talk openly about the idea of no absolute truths. So I hope I did enough with disclaimers in terms of just letting you know that this is just a fun discussion. Okay, I'm not trying to convince you, convert you, persuade you. Just trying to say, listen to what I'm about to say with an open mind. So let me expand on the idea of no absolute truth by sharing something with you that I learned in a theology class when I was a student at Fordham University. And this was one of my best classes ever. The professor's name was Dr. Hundersmark. That right there, name Hundersmark, that might, you know, be some indication that that was an interesting class. What a name. And I will never forget him and how very interesting he was in 
presenting his lectures on theology. And during one of our classes, he introduced in a discussion um, a word that I never forgot. It, the, the, the word that he used was the ineffable. And he defined the ineffable as the moreness to life than we know. Essentially, what he was saying that beyond what man has accomplished in medicine, space, technology, science, sports medicine, there is so much more out there in the world that man does not even touch the surface on. You know, in other words, the, the, the world, our life is infinite. And we, we as man and woman, you know, cannot conquer the vastness of the world. Remember that, the ineffable, the moreness to life than we know. And so, with the ineffable, that exotic topic, as I call it, sort of goes along with the idea of there being no absolute truths in this life we live. You know, Dr. Hundersmark has said that man believes he's figured this life out. But the moreness to life than we know says that man has not figured this life out. Especially when we are talking about the idea that there are no absolute truths. Now, as you can imagine, this subject is probably one that is very large and I will never be able to address all of the points in regard to the notion of there being no absolute truth. Therefore, I'm going to limit my discussion on this subject to three talking points that seem to be, in my opinion, appropriate for this discussion on this particular topic. And I believe you will enjoy my thoughts about the upcoming topics that I will address in regard to our discussion today. But before I do that, let's see what, what, what my research says about the idea of no absolute truths. And then we will get down to the nitty gritty on this topic. So what does it mean to say that there are no Absolute truths. Well, the first thing I came across is, is, is the research says one way to look at this is that this would mean there is no such thing as a complete truth. There are no two people who will perceive exactly the same way. Okay? So now, that is not, that is not the definition that, you know, that I was looking for based on the way the professor, you know, proclaimed that there are no absolute truths. It just didn't, this, this doesn't seem to fit that description very well. So the next piece of research I came across on this subject seems to be more aligned or more closely to what I perceive that statement means. Now, I'm not sure if this is how my professors would frame their answers to the question, 
But this is what the what my research says, and this is what I came up with in regard to defining there are no absolute truths. And that that is, it certainly seems to mean that all truth is in one way or another relative. That, in turn, seems to mean that for for a potential truth, there are different and conflicting standards equally valid, and the claim at issue might be true relative to one of these standards and a false relative to another standard. Well, that's a whole lot of stuff that makes, you know, but that comes close enough to me, but I would... You know, I really need to know what the professors were talking about. But until I do, we'll continue on. And so on on that note, now I want to talk about where I believe the idea of, the, you know, that there are no absolute truths about this, this life we live. But before I do that, I'm going to... Step aside and let a promo in, and we'll pick up our discussion on the other side of the break. Have you read any good books lately? Your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob, is the author of three great books. In his first book, The Choices We Make, Robert takes a look at relationships to help readers learn how to have a good relationship with themselves before they can have good relationships with others. In his second book, Access Denied, Robert brings an eye-opening perspective about what happens to children and fathers when their relationships with the mothers of their children end on bad terms. Robert explores what he calls child pawn when a parent, usually the mother, uses a child as a weapon to hurt the other parent. Robert provides a let-go lab in his book to help parents find positive ways to resolve their issues in the best interest of their children. Light Up Your Life is Robert's latest book. Robert writes about the fact that we are all born with a special God-given talent. Even though we are all born with a special talent, most of us miss our true calling. In this book, you will learn how to find your special talent and light up your life so that you can become the person you were born to be and live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. Books are available at barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, and Robert's website, relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and back to the show. All right, now, welcome back. Now, as I was saying before, I stepped aside to let the promo in that it's time for me to to start to explore, you know, the three, the two or three topics that I believe um, there may not be any absolute truth to these particular notions that we as people have been taught to believe and and are related in some way to our religious beliefs as well. But before I do that, I need you to come with me into this discussion as I have reiterated several times. I need you to come with me to this in this discussion with an open mind. You feel me? Can we do that? Okay, I just want to make sure because I want to have some fun with this topic 
because I do not have the answer, you know, about the idea of there are no absolute truths from the professors that I heard this from. But this is what they proclaimed in one or two of my classes. And so um, I give some credence, and I want to say I give some credence to what they say. All I am asking is to not be offended by what I discuss here as I am just sharing my thoughts on the topic of the idea that there are no absolute truths and what I believe is relative to this proclamation made by my professors at school. And so the first idea that I want to consider is the idea of God. Now, now as man has not provided any scientific proof of the existence of God, we, we base our understanding on, on the belief of God, not on what we have seen, but instead on what we have read, what we have been told, what we have been taught, and quite often how how we explain the wonderful things that happen in our lives, we attribute those things to God as we know and as we believe. But there is no absolute truth that there is a God as we perceive God in and of him or herself. Now, I do not say this as an atheist. I say this because there is some truth to it unless you know something different. That we as humans have not seen God for ourselves. We just live on our man-made versions of who God is and or what God is. Now, I'm just saying, can you find any absolute truth in the existence of God? When I say that, like, what I mean by that is, like, can you prove it? And I say this to you because we have all fallen in line with the idea of of God based on what we were taught by our parents, by our grandparents, our teachers, our religious leaders, and, and our religious books. The Torah, the Bible, the Holy Quran. But I, for one, I must say, I have never fallen in line with everybody. And that goes back to my childhood. I didn't fall in line with my friends in terms of peer pressure and what they wanted me to do or whether or not I should do it to be accepted by them. That's, I think that's just who I am. I'm not difficult, but for me, I need to, I need to see the truth. I need to see, I need to feel that this is real, that there's something to it. And I mean, just because a large majority of us believe there is a God, that does not mean that it is true. That is how we have been oriented into this life we live. But that does not make it true. That does not make it right. 
Now, please keep in mind, I again, I do not say this with any malice or venom or ant, you know, anti anything. I'm just saying this is something to think about. Just because we are taught that this is the way of life, that does not make it true. There was a time in America where slavery and intense discrimination was considered the right thing for the life that a majority of people live here in America. I'm just saying. And I I feel weird saying that because I believe in God. But this to me is one of those things that make you say, hmm. And now, moving on to the next idea of no absolute truths for me that would be whether or not there is a heaven do you believe in heaven well for me i can clearly say that i do not believe in heaven and i need you not only to hear me on this but also i implore you to think about this The idea of heaven comes after we die. And for some religions, some of us will, you know, some religions believe some of us will go to this place called heaven and some of us will go to hell. Hmm. My question here, as it relates to an absolute truth, is that nobody, and I mean nobody, And I hope you know that nobody alive. Well, you know that. Why did I even say that? Excuse me. You too. You know that nobody alive can tell you where you go when you die. Now that I believe is true. There is no scientific proof as to where we go when we die. That we go to heaven and, uh, you know, we, we chilling, we chilling. We're in a good place. We, we died on earth, but now we're, we're living in heaven. Who can, who can I, listen, I guess you can feel my energy on that. Nobody has come back to tell us about what happens to us and where we go when we die. And I find it amazing that the the religious books that speak at length on the subject of heaven and Christians talk about heaven like they have been there to check it out for us so that we can trust that it's a real place. Not, I mean, there's just no way to say, to say, where we go, what happens to us, that the people who are not good are going to burn in hell. Okay. I mean, really. And I, 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 you know, I'm just saying, I don't think that, you know, there's, there's no absolute truth to that. I would have to say that for sure. And then finally, is there any absolute truth to the idea of when we die? Do we really die? Well, yes, we die. It's sort of what I'm talking about with heaven. I believe we die because, you know, my mother died when I was nine years old, and I've not heard from her or seen her since she passed away. 
So she is definitely gone from this earth, from my life. God bless her, and may she continue to rest in peace. Now, there may be some absolute truth to reality of death, but like God, like heaven and death, how do we really know if there are any absolute truths? I can't call it. I do believe this was a great discussion that hopefully compels you to think beyond the surface and think about the ineffable, the moreness to life than we know. Man does not have this life all figured out. There is so much to this life we live, and the unknown is infinite, meaning endless and endless questions are not answered. Like, for instance, is being gay a choice, or are people born that way? Personally, I believe they're born that way. And some, you know, I think some small samples, some people may make choices to for that life, but that's really, I don't think that's the overall composition of a gay man or woman. Are there gay animals like gay dogs and other animals? My research says yes to that question. Is God black or white? Is God a man? Is God a woman? Is God in you? Heck, when is Jesus coming back already? You feel me? There are too many unanswered questions that will or probably never be answered. But this should give you pause and take some time to learn a little more about the things you believe in just to make sure that there's really something there for you to believe in instead of just following the pack. One thing is for sure. The next time one of my professors states that there are no absolute truths, I am going to ask that person to explain exactly what they mean by that when they say there are no absolute truths. And perhaps I'll come back with another podcast on this very interesting topic and discuss that with you. And so with that said, I'm going to stop right here, right there. I hope you found this discussion enlightening, meaningful. I hope you learned something. And most of all, I hope you download my next podcast when I talk about my next topic, which is my friends said I was a punk, but I made the most courageous choices and decisions in front of them that clearly demonstrated my courage to stand up for myself when nobody else would. Ha! What you think about that? So, tune in once again, my friend, to check out that discussion. I think you're going to love it. Until we meet again, my friend, don't hurt nobody. Remember that love is not supposed to hurt. And life is good, even when it ain't. Peace in the Middle East and Ukraine, too.
as we wrap up this show, I hope this topic helped you to grow. And now you know a little bit more than you knew before. If you have any questions about this topic, please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com. See my website, relationshipreadiness.org. To learn more about my counseling, consulting, and educational programs related to life, love, and work. Finally, in the words of the late, great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., if I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace, beloved. Peace.